Back here, got a contrasting picture on our health system. The minister this morning is claiming no one is waiting more than a year for Auckland Hospital surgery. Trouble is, there isn't any data to show whether that's true or not. The newest data we've got is six months old, and we all know the trouble the health ministry's had with data of late. Now, National Party health spokesperson Shane Ritty's with us. Shane, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. I've been watching your questions in the House to Aisha Verrill, and she struggles with this stuff. Data is an issue of not a scandal, generally, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I mean, the statements the minister's making, if she really thinks there's pervasive improvement in hospital waiting lists, then I'm afraid that's just a recurring fantasy. And and I do have some of the data, actually, around those who are uh, waiting more than a year. This time last year at Auckland Public Hospital, so first of all, let's cherry pick. Let's choose one hospital and choose one part of the wait list. There were 406 people uh, waiting more than 12 months. Now, if those 406 had had their surgery, good deal. Let's celebrate. Here's the problem. Over that year, another 800 have gone onto the waiting list and are waiting more than four months. At Auckland alone, 3,000 across the whole sector, 16,000 waiting to see a specialist. She's cherry-picked one little part. We'll be pleased for that, but it's not the whole story. She also claims under three years for the country. I mean, it's, it's three years even a thing? Actually, I mean, who's waiting for three years for anything, yeah, no, for God's sake? In Taranaki, I believe, I think it was a gynecology case, maybe a couple of them uh, had been waiting for three years, and ear, nose and throat. I looked at this a, a while ago. Uh, unbelievable period of time. What she has said is that the three-year list needs to go. Uh, the two-year list by December, and I think it's the, the one-year list by September or the other way around. So she has sort of looked at those years and say, let's do them. Of course, in the meantime, the backlog is filling up and just, just completing, continuing to overwhelm the system. See, the interesting thing, in, in, a, in a weird way, Shane, I don't even know that we need to see the data because I think everybody understands what sort of pressure the health system's under and no one's particularly impressed with it. Is that fair? Yeah, it is fair, and I think uh, ED is a really good example because uh, rather than have bad data, that just said, oh, we're just not even going to put it out. What you saw in March, mm, we're going to be another couple of cycles before we even put that ED data out, which is probably going to be next year. And here's the problem amongst other things I have with that. We look at ED because it's not a bad snapshot of the whole system. When primary care fails, ED wait times go up. When hospitals fail, they back up, ED wait times go up. So it's a really important measure, and they're saying to us, oh, now we're going to be several cycles before we report that again. How come under DHBs, every single month for years, we could get ED wait time data, but under the health reforms, sorry, that's too hard. Under, after six years of this centralised system, this new Tefata aura, do they have anything to shout about that has materially changed and improved our access to health in this country? So uh, 12 months uh, of the health reforms, one July they came in, and this is the argument uh, we would make to the health reforms and to the Māori Health Authority. Show us one outcome, one outcome that's better. Anyone, choose your favourite, anything you like, anything that springs into your head, choose one that's better, and that's the problem. There is none. There isn't. Uh, I don't know if you are in the House yesterday, but Brooke Van Velden on the Prezi cards for the Māori, does that end under a national government? You know, if you're Māori, you get money and Prezi cards and stuff like that? So uh, just hold your breath because uh, we've talked about it before, but my understanding, I've heard from a few places last night, that the Ernst Young review that they've tried to bury uh, into the Māori Health Authority may well be coming out today, Mike. Here we go. Uh, so let's just hold our breath. Yeah, we'll get a story. That, mind you, my ombudsman's complaint in OIA must be getting due, so I think they realise they're going to get caught anyway. So uh, that's what I'm hearing. My understanding of that report, it's not, it's not glowing. Yeah, look, I think that's right, but let's be fair here. If there are some good things that have happened, tell us, let's celebrate how do we do more of it. But if not, then let's critique it.
Good stuff. Appreciate your time. Shane Ritty, there's a good top tip. Stand by for the that if you haven't followed it. So Ernst Young did a report in the Maori Health Agency, if you haven't followed it at all. So we had a whole lot of DHBs. The government and their wisdom came along and said we need a centralised system. They've set up two of them, and one of them is specific for Maori. And Ernst and Young have gone and had a look at that. Is it going well? Are they spending the money well? Are there improvements, material or otherwise, for Maori in health, etc.? That report's been with Asia Viral for months now. And they keep asking the question, when are you releasing it? When are you releasing it? When are you releasing it? And she keeps going, when I've read it, when I've read it, when I've read it. So it takes a long time for her to read it. And uh, allegedly, Shane's got the word that it's coming out today, which will be interesting. 18 to 8. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.